Hello, I'm Nikki Patrick and welcome to It's Somewhere in the Bottom of My Handbag. Each episode, my expert guest will give you three top tips that you can put straight into good use or you can store them away for when you or a friend needs them. On the last episode, we were looking at good gut health and now, hopefully, your guts are wonderful and healthy. I know mine are. So let's have a look at our gut instinct. Is it possible to hone your gut instinct skills? And the answer is yes. I'm delighted to welcome onto the podcast Mira Shah. Now, Mira is from Unlimited Transformations. And Mira, you are going to teach us how to work our gut instinct muscle. That's right. Most entrepreneurs, leaders, they all use their gut instinct. They use data, but then when it comes to the final decision, they use their gut instinct. They take into account the data that they've got to make the decision, but the final decision is always based on their gut. So it's really underrated and it's really important. And as you rightly said, Nikki, it's actually a muscle that we can develop if we're not used to using it. And that's the good news because we all have it. Well, I can't wait to hear your three top tips because sometimes I think my gut instinct's really good. And then other times you go, oh, does it mean I should do this or does it mean I should do this? And that's when I get into a bit of trouble trying to work out what the right decision is. So I'm really hoping that you'll be able to give me some clarity on that. What's your first top tip? So my first top tip is actually listening to your gut. So exactly what you said, Nikki, sometimes it can be really subtle and sometimes it can be really loud. It kind of depends on gut. Just to come back to that, what exactly is gut instinct? It's really your intuition or an inner guidance system that is based on wisdom, experience, and your personal preferences. So it's really relying on a deep energy within, and each person's energy is really different. So your gut instinct about something would be really different to mine. It's really very much based on our wisdom, experience, and personal preferences. So, and, and, you know, often we have the fight or flight mode, which kicks in really strongly when we're in danger. So gut instinct is similar. It kicks in really strong sometimes, and sometimes it's really subtle. Um, and we really need to listen to the gut. The gut involves moving into our feeling body, um, because we have four bodies. We have the mental, the physical, the emotional, and the spiritual and, and really, gut instinct is really simple. The more you start listening to your gut, you understand, you know, it's either it feels right to do this or hmm, it doesn't quite feel right. And often what happens is because we have our own doubts going on and sometimes we are just in a state of flux in our own environment. We don't listen to that clear gut. So it's really um, a case of really just tuning in and trusting that if something really simple. I say if it feels right, great. If it doesn't feel aligned or any doubt, then there's something just not quite aligned for me to stop. And I have a little tip on how you could listen to your gut in those moments when it's not very clear. And I've been using this tip for years. Literally, what you do is you flip a coin and as it lands, you will suddenly decide you will wish for one or the other outcome. It doesn't matter what it lands on. It's whatever you wish for, you go with that. If that makes sense. I will be giving that a go. Thank you so much. And what's your <laughs> second tip? 
So my second tip is all about developing and strengthening that muscle. And that's where I was saying it's like a muscle. The more we use it, the more we trust it and the stronger it becomes. So the way to strengthen your gut really is a couple of things. You have to find some quiet time. When you're not in a state of chaos, when you yourself are quite grounded and peaceful, your gut instinct is always the strongest. And if you found that, but I always find when I'm calm and peaceful, I can think clearly. And I think clearly that energy kicks in more and I trust it more. So some examples of ways to do this are mindfulness, meditation, yoga, journaling. Um, my favorite one is always spending time in nature. I try and spend at least an hour in nature and more at weekends. Um, and the more you're connected to nature, it's brings out your own intuitive nature and then you start understanding that the answers you have which is the data don't necessarily come from the mind but they can come from a deeper place within um it's like you know sometimes you think i know i know the data points this way but i just don't feel right about that person or i don't feel right about that decision but i'm just going to do something else it's really trusting that subtle feeling rather than data and really you can just develop that muscle more and more and more. It's interesting what you say about find a quiet time because quite often something that you've been mulling over it will just spring into your head won't it and you go ah that's what I need to do. That's absolutely right and I think people talk about when they're just walking or they're being mindless when washing dishes and then they're away from their mind that's often when the clarity arises like oh I know what I'm going to do. You just know because you're away from your mind and then there's like a deeper energy that just guides you to a decision or you just feel good about what you're going to do. And so I always say, unless you're like feeling your gut, maybe just pause the decision and wait for that gut instinct to kick in. And it definitely will when you're out of your head. You know, the more we mull over something, the harder it is always to find that right answer. So sometimes it's good to just park it, go for a walk, do some dishes, and then come back to it, and it just feels clearer. Or a good night's sleep, the next morning things always feel a bit clearer as well. Or I find, get in a black cab, have a bit of a chat to the driver. I've sorted out so many things that way. They're brilliant therapists. What's your third (laughs) tip? Oh my god, I need to add that to my tip. That is so true. It I is forgot about that so one. good. It was years ago. I was in a relationship. I was like, oh, I don't know if this is the right one. And and it really took me about a year to try and work out whether, you know, I should stay or move on. And because I really, you know, I loved him as a brother, but it becomes sort of a brotherly relationship rather than, you know, a, a passionate relationship. And I remember I was, God, cab drivers were brilliant. They were so good. So I thank all black cab drivers for all of their brilliant advice. What's your third top tip? So my third top tip is acting on it. So so often you kind of think in your in your example, it's like, oh, I need to break up with the guy when it becomes clear then act on it because if you don't act on your gut instinct, it doesn't become stronger. The more you act on it, the stronger it becomes. So you don't, you know, when you use your gut, you don't need to think it over or get another opinion. You just feel it and you just trust your gut instinct. So if you take action, then it gets stronger and stronger because often we kind of know, you know, how many times have we all said, oh gosh, I had a feeling that was going to be a disaster, but I went ahead. Anyway, The more we act on it, the more we start trusting it. And that's the trust we need to build. And often what will happen is we have to find techniques to deal with fears and doubts because 
the mind will start giving you doubts and fears about your decision because it's not database and the mind can't cope. So just, you know, just be aware that, oh, God, those doubts are the mind. And now that I've made a decision, I'm going to move on with it. So really, it's uh, just acting on it. The more you act on it, the more the muscle develops. Thank you so much. So we've got listen to your gut find some quiet time and also act on it. Thank you. Now, Mira, how did you get involved in being so aware about your gut reaction? So I come from a banking background and that is all data and PowerPoint. And then I used to see some of the leaders, either I just know great leaders or people in meetings, you know, great CEOs. They wouldn't get hung up on the data. They'd have a quick look at the data and then I noticed that the decision would just be based on we're doing this or that doesn't feel right, I need to know more. And I thought, gosh, it would be so easy if I didn't have so many sleepless nights to just be that clear and decisive and didn't doubt myself and explain to confidence, of course. And then I started researching how leaders make decisions. And that's when I came up with the whole idea of gut instinct and using your feeling body more than your mind. And it's really helped me a lot. There's a really nice quote I want to read from Mark Randolph from co-founder of Netflix. He says, much of my decision making is grounded in historical data, but there's something just as important to consider when making decisions. And that's your instinct. Mira, thank you so much for your lovely advice today. It really is very much appreciated. Now, how can we find you? Um, you can find me via my website. It's www.unlimitedtransformations.com. And I've got the same group on Facebook as well. So you can join us for tips. Um, and I really want to just empower people to start using their feeling bodies more and more. Well, I can't wait to get my muscle working as hard as it possibly can to help guide me. Thank you so much, Mira. Lovely you to need chat to, to you. You me some examples when you practice. I'd love to hear them. Okay. No, I will do. Thank you. Thank you.